So what's up, y'all? Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I recorded this episode hours, actually, literally hours before the BET Awards came on. Now, I'm not going to act like I watched the entire BET Awards. I literally just watched the first hour because, you know, after I would want to say the J. Cole performance, uh, I really didn't care for the award show. But that's neither here nor there. I just wanted to say that uh, all this Nicki Minaj talk that you will hear in this episode, uh, you know, that uh, I wanted to say the disclaimer, I said that stuff before watching the BET Awards or at least getting note of her performance. Now, I didn't watch her performance, but I do did see snippets of it because people on a timeline right now on Twitter, go follow me, you love Ernest. That's you underscore love underscore Ernest. Everything's spelled the way it should be spelled, you know? So anyways, um, I see snippets of her performance. This is the same Nicki Minaj that once again is telling women that they do not need to dress or act sexually provocative to make money. And she's on stage doing just that. She's made a career doing just that. You'll hear more about it in this episode, but I just wanted to say, ha <laughs> ha! What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So... Let's just get it started right now. Um, sex shaming and victim shame, uh, victim blaming. All right, it's gonna be the subjects, the two subjects of today's episode. Uh, let me just start off with this whole sex shaming shit that uh, Nicki Minaj finds herself being a part of. Maybe it was sex shaming. Maybe it's not. I do think that she made statements that I don't believe that she truly uh, gives a fuck about or believe in, but I'll detail that um, in a few moments. But if you haven't heard, I just heard about this today. Uh, I guess Nicki Minaj did an interview, um, and in that interview, she made statements regarding sex workers and how she was trying to internalize uh, well, not not internalized, but um, cause she kind of wasn't trying to take the blame, but she did put herself in the situation where she said she felt that she was responsible for the amount of women out there who um are you know sex workers or the putting out this idea that um women can only become women. Or, you know, they can only make money if they use their body to get money, um, to basically get ahead in life. And uh, she's made those statements. And again, uh, if you know more about it, obviously, uh, for, feel free to correct me. Uh, but she made these sta- those statements... Um, only because she she also, well, I mean, she was asked about it. That was number one by the interviewer. But also, she states in her new album um, that's going to come out um, titled Queen that uh, the, the, the concept is to talk about modesty. Um, 
That's what she's claiming it's going to be. Do I personally believe it? No. But I don't listen to Nicki Minaj albums in the first place. So I can't really tell you the content of her. I can tell you the content of the music that I've heard from her. But I can't really tell you the content of her in an entire Nicki Minaj album. You may be privy to that information. Therefore, you will be able to tell me if you are, you know... um, if you are knowledgeable of Nicki Minaj's albums and how they're like. Um, but with this Nets album, that's what she's claiming that's that that's the case. And obviously she got backlash for it um, because there was a lot of people, especially a lot of her fans, um, presumably are those who are sets workers. Um, and for those who don't know what a sex worker is, it's not just a prostitute. It's not just somebody who, well, you know what a prostitute is, somebody who has sex for money. Basically, that's the, uh, the, 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 the simplest definition I can give to somebody if they were to ask me to define, to define prostitute or prostitution. Um, but sex workers can be strippers. Stri- sex workers can be, um escorts which were which are basically i guess to some folks higher end prostitutes in a way um even though backpage was not shut down because they had escorts on there and those prostitutes or those escorts um seem to be pretty cheap um i don't know because i don't pay for sex so i mean i can't relate but anyways um uh, sex workers are also those women who are webcam girls. That that's what I want to say. Webcam girls are also sex workers, um, or considered to be sex workers. So there's an array of you know I guess jobs that have to do with a woman's body being sexualized or objectified um, in a way, but she's getting some monetary gain from it. Um, therefore, it's 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 considered sex work. Um, so it doesn't just fall under this umbrella of prostitution or whatever. Um, it, it can be, it, it can be a woman who does webcam and also has sex for money or strips and has sex for money. Um, you know, all that other shit, but there's more to it than just somebody that's on the street corner getting pimped out or someone who's not being, having a pimp or whatever, um, and they're just having sex in in hotels and motels uh, with Republican uh, candidates and, and, and Democratic candidates and shit and cheating husbands and shit and athletes and rappers and all that other shit for money. So, yeah, um, there, uh, uh, there were. So I, I mentioned that because, like I said, there are a bunch of people who are a fan of Nicki Minaj who um and those who aren't even sex workers felt offended by her statement she made um, during this interview because it seemed as though they were like, Nicki Minaj, you of all people should not be talking because you've made a career out of selling sex, selling your sex appeal. Um, and Nicki Minaj actually mentioned that in in her interview. That's why I said she kind of in a way, try to blame herself for, uh, I guess, women feel as, feeling as 
if it's okay to be a sex worker. I'm not saying that it isn't okay, by the way. I'm saying these are Nikki's words. She's saying that she, and on this new album, Queen, she wants to empower women to go a different route. Um, once again, I... I, I have heard probably one or two inspirational type Nicki Minaj songs. Maybe one. Um, yeah, it's just one. But yeah, I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. But I've heard at least one Nicki Minaj song that was supposed to be uh, inspirational. Or that it was inspirational. Um, I don't know if she... Because everything else I hear is her bragging about herself and sexualizing um, talking about her sex and shit like that too. Um, even the song she put out with Ariana Grande, um, that's a very sexual song. So, um, I understand that a lot of artists do this and trust me, I, I review albums again, self plug my two cents podcast, go look in the description box below, check that out. Um, but yeah, um, I talk about albums and reviews and, and I understand artists, who make, who put out singles that are anticipation of albums and not, and that single, um, a lot of the times isn't necessarily relative to the content or the overall content of that album. Um, case in point, I would like to say, um, J. Cole did it with KOD when he put out ATM, that song ATM, um, that had a real trap influence beat and, and people were like, oh my God, he's going the trap route. And, you know, that is, excited some people. And I would imagine that disappointed some folks as well before they listened to the album. But J. Cole did it because he knew that was going to get the people who are, which are the the more, the you know, the, uh, the populace, I guess. He knew that was going to get them to want to listen to the album. Right. So it's it's, you know, it's clickbait in a way I, I like to call it clickbait for music artists. That's what it's like. It's like you 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 put out this this title track or this track, not title track, but you put out this this bait and you reel the pe- you get the people to bite onto it. Then you reel them in and then now you got them hook, line and sinker. And, you know, whether they are satisfied with the prod- product or not, um, that's on to them. Um, but that's what it is. Basically, it's kind of like, uh, you know, musical clickbait. And if you don't know what clickbait is, um, it's basically, you know, usually I, I won't do all this explanation, but this is the let's talk about a podcast. So it is longer form than my other podcasts or anything else. But <laughs> anyways, clickbait is basically when, uh, people on YouTube, um, will title their videos, something or have something in their video and in their title that has nothing to do with uh the actual content of the video but they do that because they know that's going to draw a lot of people in and you know they will it's it's to fool people to click on the video just to listen to it and watch it and those people hope that they're getting some type of you know uh they, they, they hope that they're going to hear the content or see the content that uh, they came to, they, that they clicked on the video. So, 
Um, let's just say I had a I I I titled one of my episodes or future episodes an interview with so and so. Let's just say I interviewed Jay Z, or I, let's just say I said I interviewed Jay Z and Beyonce, right? And then I titled this that episode um, interview with Jay Z and Beyonce. That would be, but that the content of that, there is no interview. There's nothing like nothing. The content of that episode, there is nothing at all. Um, nothing of Jay Z or Beyonce. I didn't, I didn't interview them or whatever. That would be considered clickbait. And a lot of y'all would be like, well, that's lying. Well, clickbait is lying. Um, it's just in a different name, but same shit. It's lying. It's, it's being deceitful. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what it is. Um, you know, with the music side, it's kind of different because, um, again, it is, especially if that song is actually on the album, I can understand that somebody put out a song, um, you know, that wasn't on the album. Let's just say J. Cole did put out ATM, um, and then, you know, he would, he and his team was like, yeah, you know, this is for the KOD album, blah, blah, blah. And then you listen to KOD, hoping that you're gonna, not only going to hear ATM, but songs with that type of trap beat or, you know, feel to it. Yet you don't hear songs. Not only do you not hear enough songs or any songs with that type of vibe to it, but you don't even hear the song ATM because the song ATM is not on the album. That would be complete clickbait in the sense of music. Um, but that's that. Again, you want to know more about it, I'll talk to you more about it some other time. But I got an episode to do. So anyways, back to Nicki Minaj. So why is this a big issue to some folks? Well, I'm just going to share uh, my two cents. But, you know, that's for my other podcast once again. But no, I'm going to share my thoughts on her her interview and the backlash she got. Um, and like I said uh, moments ago, I feel as though that she doesn't necessarily believe in those statements that she made in that interview. Um, and here's why. I think the only reason why she made those statements is because, again, you could call me crazy conspiracy theorist or whatever, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people have been thinking this way, but, you know, I didn't find that out until after I actually started thinking that way. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I think she's making these this whole um, you don't have to be a sex worker to get on type thing um, because of Cardi B. Like I said, people, sex working isn't just prostitution. It's stripping. Cardi B used to be a stripper. Cardi B's uh, claim to fame um, was not just because people were like they liked her stripping, but because she of her personality as well. Um, but of course, Nicki Minaj and other Cardi B haters, um, and I'm not saying Nicki Minaj is a Cardi B hater, but the shoe does look like it fits. So, you know, yeah, but um they're going to just equate Cardi B with being a stripper and they're going to slut shame her for being a former for once ha for once being a stripper in her life. She's not a stripper now, people. Um, but for once being a stripper in her life, they're going to continue to shame her for that. Um, 
a decision. Cardi B even states that if she she knew a better way of making money, of doing a better, uh, you know, having a better life at the time, then she wouldn't have done stripping. But she did what she did. Um, and there's no taking it back. So um, I think that's why. Um, again, I don't pay attention to Nicki Minaj's content too much to know if this is a pattern. But when I started thinking that way, I went again. I, I, I started hearing uh, because this stuff uh, that I'm talking about right now, I heard another podcast talk about. Um, and I heard the people were saying that she she being being Nicki Minaj, but she um, has done this in the past before, especially when it comes to uh, lead ups to an album where she will do an interview with somebody and then she'll take on. And in that interview, she'll make a, a specific stance and then say, uh, you know, this is what music should be like or this is how messaging and music should be like Um Back when Iggy Azalea was popping, um, I, honestly, I didn't even see Iggy close to being comp to Nicki Minaj at that time. But I guess it was. Again, I don't pay attention to that world of hip hop um, so much. So I may have missed it because I don't pay attention to it. But um, back when Iggy Azalea was popping um, and it was found that Iggy Azalea doesn't write all her rhymes or she doesn't write any of her songs or whatever... Um, <clears throat> Nikki went on this, well, you know, you can't really consider somebody a good artist or, you know, if they don't write their rhymes and sh- shit like that. And people took that as she was just trying, she was just making those argue, uh, m- making those statements to, uh, subliminally diss Iggy Azalea. And the same concept is being said right now for this anti- well, I won't say anti-sets working, but she is, you know, this preachy Nicki Minaj about not being in, not being into sets working and stuff like that. Um, she's that same type of, she's using the same method, but obviously a different argument um, for a different female artist now, that being Cardi B. Um, so I wouldn't put it beside her if that is the case. And, um, I think that's childish as fuck. So if, if Nicki Minaj is actually doing that now, again, if any of y'all listen to this queen album or if somebody listens to this podcast and then they listen to the queen album and, um, they say, yo, Nicki Minaj was really about it on that album. She's really talking about not being a sex worker, not being a stripper, telling women to, uh, you know, they don't have to go that route. They don't have to dress a certain way. Do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Um, one, that might make me want to listen to the music just to hear Nicki Minaj make songs of that message. Because, again, I've only heard one inspirational Nicki Minaj song. Um, and it wasn't of that nature. It was more so about, um, like... Like not giving up and following your dreams and shit. It was a nice song. I forget the name of it. That's why I'm not naming it. But uh, um, it was nice. So to hear her, and I'm not saying Nicki Minaj's music isn't nice in general. I'm not gonna act like I'm the biggest. I'm the. I'm a barb. I'm a f- big fan. But 
in, in no way, shape, or form does Nicki Minaj suck. No, she doesn't. Um, the girl's really talented. She's really dope. Um, she's hit or miss with me, but a lot of good artists are hit and miss with me. Um, I may not be the biggest fans of those artists, or I may not be an avid listener of those artists, but when there are times where I have listened to those artists, if they made some dope shit, I've given them credit for, and I will continue to give them credit for. And Nicki Minaj is definitely one of those artists. Um, so sh- anybody thinking that I'm on an anti Nicki train, that I'm a Cardi B stand, or this, that, and the third. Cardi B, I like her more for her personality and who she is as an individual than her music. I actually prefer, if I had to choose Nicki Minaj or Cardi's music, I would say Nicki Minaj's music. Um, But that doesn't take away uh, what Cardi B does as a musician. It doesn't take away what Cardi B does as an individual, as a woman. It doesn't, you know, enhance Nicki Minaj because I... It doesn't make Nicki Minaj more of a woman because I would rather listen to her music than Cardi B's music. Um, All that shit is childish at the end of the day, if you ask me. Uh, But it's all hypocrisy, too. And if I, you know, get into that field of it, too much of it, um, you know, I could save that for that could be its own podcast episode for a future episode for a future episode. So. I would just save that. I'll leave it right there. But um, just just to get on this whole sex work thing, I don't think that um, in the backlash she's got or she's getting. I don't know if she's still getting it now, but um, I don't think it's necessarily fair that um, we attack women, especially um, men. I get this a lot, too, but we attack women and men um, for saying things like, a woman doesn't have to be a sex worker or there's nothing wrong with a woman who decides to cover up her skin or dress a certain way. Um, my big issue with this, uh, feminazi movement, um, and there's a big difference between feminists and feminazis, right? Um, but the feminazis out here will say, will, will, will scream women should have choice. But then when a woman makes a choice that is different from what they believe a woman should make a choice, they then attack that woman. So it's like, you're, 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 you're not, you really don't want women to have choices. You just want women to agree with you. You just want women to make the choices you want them to make. So you just want control over women. You just don't want men to have control over women anymore. You want the power shift to shift into the hands of women having control over women and now having control over men. Equality is not what you want. Superiority is what you want. I make that argument. I've been making that argument. I make, I'm, I st- I'm still going to continue to make that argument. Once again, feminists believe in equality. Feminazis don't. They want superiority. Just like Nazis did. Nazis didn't want equality. They sure as hell did not equate themselves to Jewish people or non-Aryan nation people. Non-blue-haired, blue-haired, blue-eyed, blonde-haired individuals um, and white skin. They didn't equate themselves to those people. They thought they were superior to those people. 
So they didn't want equality. They wanted superiority. Same thing with the feminazis. They don't really want equality. They want superiority. But Nicki Minaj, if you're listening, and I doubt you are, or maybe you are, because people say that you and a there are a, 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 a handful of big names of folks that actually listen to us little folks, but act, act like they don't. Um, I won't say the other names, but, you know, since Nicki Minaj is the topic of this segment of this episode, I will mention her. Um, but if you are listening, baby girl, uh, <laughs> nah, but for real, if you are listening, um, I think that y- you don't. One, the backlash you're getting, I think it's an overreaction, but at the same time, I can understand why that uh, there are people, um, even if there are sex workers who are fans of yours and, you're, and they're like, wow, Nikki, you didn't really have to throw us, throw us under the bus because you have a personal vendetta against someone who used to be a sex worker, okay? If you have a problem with Cardi B, Take that up with Cardi B. Do not take that up with other strippers or former strippers. Do not take that up with escort workers, uh, prostitutes, any other form of sex work that I don't know of. Do do not attack those women. Throw them under the bus um, because you have ill feelings for Cardi B. However you feel about Cardi B, you know? Um, so I understand that aspect. I, I can understand anybody who wants to make that argument. But, you know, people are going to get mad at whatever the fuck you said. People are going to listen to this podcast and get mad. People are going to listen to my last podcast about saying rest in peace to Stancion and get mad. People are going to listen to the first podcast I did before that and get mad. People are going to listen to older episodes of the Let's Talk About It podcast that I did on SoundCloud and get mad. People are going to listen to my um, episodes that I did, that I do on my My Two Cents and album reviews and get mad. Because I rated an album that was they thought sucked or I rated an album, um, gave it a score that they didn't agree with. People are going to get mad regardless. So... I really don't give a fuck. The court of public opinion ain't shit to me. Um, It really ain't. Um, So with that being said, um, Nicki Minaj, whatever you got going on, whatever your problem is with Cardi B, you're probably not going to admit to it. Um, But if there is a problem, take that up with Cardi. I don't think it's cool of you to attack everybody who is a sex worker. And I'm not saying that was her intent um, to do so. Um, but again, if you're making contrarian type Kanye arguments, stuff that you don't truly believe in. See, Nicki Minaj in a way is a contrarian, but I would say a maniacal contrarian. contrarian. Like, like again, with this whole um, Iggy shit, she wanted to talk about how <clears throat> you're not a real artist if you get people to write your songs and, you know, you can't really consider her real when Nicki Minaj don't doesn't don't drink a little Wayne Drake sometimes right for you. 
don't you have writers or do you i don't know i don't know this whole behind all that stuff but speaking of drake drake doesn't always write his rhymes so are you then say drake drake should be you know thrown under that uh not so great category as well and i should have speaking of drink <laughs> should have a glass of water on my side i knew i should have got one before i started the episode i thought i'd be able to ride it out but you know let me ride it out anyways um yeah i i i don't know i don't have much else to say other than get off Nicki minaj's back you know um even just because she got a fat ass doesn't mean she could support all the hate from the haters on that a fat ass so get off her ass um but at the same time Nicki minaj um be genuine always and if you got a problem with somebody even if you listen if you actually do listen to this and you got a problem with me i would rather have you address that issue with me to me and not have to hear about it in an interview where you're subliminally you know hitting me with with subliminal messages now i'm the type of motherfucker that i will find that flattering either way that one you listen to me and you felt like responding to me directly and two you went to an interview or you know wherever you went to and you just subbed the fuck out of me i find that shit flattering because the uh narcissist in me likes it when people pay attention to me <laughs> uh especially when i actually am doing things for the not just for attention uh it is to get my point across but obviously i put it out because uh, i want the attention i want people to listen to it i don't just make these podcast episodes for me now people if that was the case i would not post them on Anchor, I will not have them being posted on, you know, wherever Anchor pushed the SoundCloud. I mean, pushed the podcast, maybe SoundCloud, maybe here, maybe there. I will not post the episode links on Facebook and Twitter. And I'm trying to learn how to do it on uh, Instagram. You know, I got this one shitty ass laptop that was fucking with me. So I'm going to try on my other laptop. But, you know, I wouldn't be promoting myself. If I didn't want y'all motherfuckers listen to this shit. Alright? That means you too, Nicki Minaj. Listen to me. Share the shit. Alright? Keep doing what you're doing though. So, on to the next and last segment. I want to talk about uh, victim blaming real quick. This is another situation where I am going to call out the hypocrisy of folks. Because I'm tired, especially these... Famous motherfuckers who are hypocrites. Um, and they believe that they are. Their word is bond because they let the, 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 the fame and their ego. They got egos now because of, uh, you know, who they are in the limelight. Um, and, and that shit ain't that that shit ain't ain't cool with me. So um, what I mean by this situation is. Um, Terry Crews, for those who, <clears throat> if you don't know about the whole situation, I might as well explain it to you. I don't know how long the episode's been yet. I, I will know once I'm done recording. But, um, yeah, Terry Crews, he and, uh, Omari, was it Omari Hart, Hartwick? 
and uh, forget the other brother's name. They were on the Breakfast Club and they did. They were talking about that movie. Um, <clears throat> sorry to bother you. Um, but Terry Crews went on before he, he started talking about the actual film and stuff. Um, he went on to talk about um, what he went through, basically. And, and um, you know, the Hollywood exec dude that grabbed his, his nuts or his dick at a party. Um, and his wife was there and how he he went forward with pressing charges on a dude and uh, was basically told that the shit was denied. Um, and the guy ended up getting away with it because, and I quote, because it was none of the two men were naked. I kid you not. I did a video on this on YouTube. Um, once again, um, you should hit me up or just find out uh, my YouTube link. If I remember, I'll probably, I'll try to link it <laughs> in the description box below. Um, but I did a video on that. Um, and the judge in that situation basically said that um, they don't consider what happened to Terry Crews sexual assault. Um, because Terry Crews still had his pants on. While the guy grabbed his dick or rubbed up on his dick or whatever. Um, and that he would consider it to be sexual assault if Cruz and the man was naked. And then the guy did the same shit that he did. Um, you know, just just grab up on Terry Cruz's dick without any, without, you know, asking for permission to do so. That's total bullshit because, number one, if two guys are naked, and I'm not saying this is the case all the time, but if two guys are naked and one guy grabs the other guy's penis, you're most, the, my first thought is they're having sex. They're going to have sex or they're, they're, they're in the act of something sexual. Now, I'm not saying that is the case all the time. But that judge would have been well, would have been asking Terry Crews if he was naked with this exec. Well, how come were you? How come you were naked? How come you didn't put your pants on? So I think that was a BS excuse. I think what what happened there, and I said this in the video, but I'll share this right now. But you could go check out the video and and, and uh, hear my entire thoughts on it. But. Uh, I think that what the case was and what, you know, Charlemagne and, 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 um, you know, his, his brilliant idiot co-hosts were, were saying was that if you, you know, if you're a big black man like Terry Crews, just knock that motherfucker out and blah, 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 and sh this, that, and the third. Now I get it. I get it. it. It's all jokes to them. Alright, I know somebody's probably going to listen to this or somebody's going to hear and be like, You don't know sarcasm, bro. You, they were just joking. They didn't really mean that. Number one, you don't know what they really meant. Um, I listen to their podcast. I enjoy listening to their podcast. Um, they say a lot of shit that I 
you know, know is a joke and I know they're just being assholes. They're called brilliant idiots for a reason. They're just saying things an idiot would say on purpose because, I mean, it's funny. It's funny and it's shock value. I get it. That's what Charlemagne's, uh, you know, MO is, shock value. Um, whether he wants to admit to it or not, it's shock value. I'm not saying that's him 100% of the time. I'm not saying Charlemagne is a lying ass shock value looking for a motherfucker. But there are times where that is Charlemagne the God. That's what it is. Um, if he has a issue with that, stop doing that. <laughs> stop doing that. And then I won't call you a shock jock at times. But, um... And doesn't take and that doesn't take away his hilariousness. That doesn't take away uh, any of his talents or what he does. Because I like Charlemagne too. I like Andrew Schultz as well. But Andrew Schultz is a comedian. Comedians say things are uh, also for shock and for laughs and for shits and giggles and shit. So I am not saying that the fact that they're saying that Terry Crews wanted it or him being a big black man and not doing shit wasn't um i'm not saying that it you know they they truly believe that um but i think they do i don't know for sure but i truly believe they think that also the other guy on that podcast uh chris moreau who has you know said a lot of hypocritical shit um or had taken a lot of hypocritical standpoints he's for this me too movement and then you got a guy who comes out and says this and then he, he, what am I, what are the words I'm looking for? Subtly or passively, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. In a passive tone, tries to deny Terry Crews' claims and try to say that that's not really, you know, sexual assault. Well, Chris, what if a guy were to grab your dick? Fully clothed, you too. Fully clothed, and he grabbed your dick without permission, without warning, or whatever. He just grabbed your dick. Let's just see, and then you come out and you say that was sexual assault. It doesn't matter about the guy's height. Let's, but let's just say the guy is shorter than you. Let's just say the guy is exactly five feet, and you're uh, six foot something. Um, but he still ends up grabbing your dick. And you outweigh this guy maybe about by 20, 30 pounds, 10, 20 pounds. You outweigh this guy. And you didn't do anything about it, but you did, but you're under, but you're, you're, you're trying to press charges. Now you can, you and Andrew and everybody else can chalk it up to, well, that's just white boy fun. And I, I, I won't deny that. You know, I'm not a white guy, but I've seen white guys do some pretty gay shit to each other for just shits and giggles. Uh, they know not to do that shit to me, but I've seen them do it to one another for shits and giggles. So I know what white guy humor is. <laughs> I've seen it firsthand. Um, so, I mean, to y'all, that that's 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 white guy humor. But there's a thin line between somebody joking and somebody actually sexually assaulting somebody. You know, I can't go outside right now 
look at a woman and 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 I can grab her boobs and her breast and rub up on her body and laugh and goo and say I was joking, but you know that would be sexual assault, especially if that woman wasn't in on the joke. Now, if she's giggling and she's laughing and she's saying it's okay, she's clearly okay with me doing what I'm doing to her and she's in on the joke, then it's a joke. Then that's that. But that's the difference between white guy humor and someone sexually assaulting. Both parties are in on the joke. When I've seen the white guy humor shit go down, both party, the, you know, the, the gay shit, the butt slapping, the grabbing, the, the ball grabbing, the, the punching of, you know, private parts and the tickling and, you know, whatever y'all do is y'all, what y'all do for humor. It ain't my type of humor, but y'all do what y'all do. But both parties or more than, if it was more than two people, um, they was all in on the joke. So those situations were not sexual assault. This situation, Terry Crews definitely was not in on this. If it was a joke, this exact did, Terry Crews wasn't in on it. Therefore, it was sexual assault. There you go. But why I'm bringing up the whole uh, victim shaming aspect is, again, you got guys like Charlemagne saying, Well, Terry Crews, you 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 take off your shirt and you flex your, your pectoral muscles and you do all these dances and you've played gay roles before. So, because a guy... And that's that's literally the same as when people say to women after they've got raped or sexually assaulted, well, you wore this. How come you wore this? How come you was dressed as that? Well, if you covered up more, which relates to Nicki Minaj's statement, by the way, but if you covered up more, maybe X, Y, and Z wouldn't have happened. That is literally the same thing. And... Why, you know, I'm holding Charlemagne accountable for that. Because I know he's smart enough. I know he does the show Brilliant Idiots and stuff. Him and Andrew, they're not really idiots. I think they're two very smart individuals. Again, to me, the premise of the show is for them to speak their mind. But they, they also just joke and say moronic things for shits and giggles. Okay? So that... Like if if you're if you're really offended by anything they say on the that show or take anything they say seriously if it's not if it's not an actual serious statement made by either Andrew or Charlemagne or anybody else who is on that show, um, I think you're the actual idiot. <laughs> you're not a brilliant idiot. You're an idiot idiot. But um, anyways, Charlemagne knows that. Charlemagne has doctors. Okay. Not doctors, who well, I'm pretty sure he does have doctors, but I'm saying daughters, multiple. How would he feel as a man? And I hate to bring up the kids because I don't want this to be a big ass issue or whatever if he hears this. Um, I'm not bringing up the kids as an insult. I hate actually bringing up kids in situations, especially as someone like me who doesn't have kids and I don't want kids. But I have to bring this point up. He has daughters. God forbid. Now I'm saying God for fucking bid. Sorry, sorry for cursing and using God in the same sentence. 
But God forbid anything were to happen to those girls. And then somebody said to one of them, Hey, you, why, why were you dressed that way? You must have wanted it because you dressed that way. Charlemagne, would you be okay with that, brother? I'm going to say no, you wouldn't be. Again, I don't know you personally, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, I don't think you would have you would appreciate that sentiment somebody would take. And I don't think you would be dumb enough to say that to your daughter or to any woman in general that got sexually assaulted or raped. I would hope you're not that type of person. Because if you are, then you really are a fucking idiot. If that's the stance you take. That it's someone's actions. Because you are putting yourself out there as this feminist. So it would be really, you know, you really be exposing yourself if you, um, as a fraud. If you really took the stance of victim blaming. Once again, I know these guys were joking. Or a, a big, I'm going to say 95% of me believes that they were joking. But there is that other five that is doubting these guys. More so Andrew. I, I'm on the 80% aspect that Andrew, 20% uh, of me truly believes Andrew, Andrew Schultz. A funny, brilliant comedian. Um you know, go check his shit out. But, um, you know, 20% of me believes that uh, he he truly believes Terry Crews is not a victim in that situation. I think it's, uh, it's bullshit for anyone to think that. It is what it is. Um, you know, I'm not going to argue till I'm blue in the face as to why Terry Crews is indeed a victim in that situation. Or any other man that has been in that situation is a victim. It doesn't matter about that guy's skin color, height, whatever. It doesn't matter. Even if Terry Crews beat the shit out of that five foot, ugly ass, fat exec who touched his dick. Terry Crews will still be a victim of sexual assault. It just so happy he's not a victim of... You know, physical got my ass whipped assault because he whooped that motherfucker's ass. But he would still be a victim of sexual assault. Just like if a woman were to attack her rapist, her sexual assaulter, she would still be a victim of sexual assault. Now, am I arguing? Am I saying she would be wrong for attacking him? No. I will gladly, I, I am a firm believer in women, especially women, but victims of sexual assault and, and rape and all that stuff, but sp especially women, if they went on to attack their uh, abuser, that's self-defense to me. Shit, if I'm a judge, I'm letting no woman go scot-free of that. Now, if she ends up murdering him, I'm going to look closely into that. 
But I'm telling you right now, this is probably why I'm letting it know right now to the universe, to everybody, you probably don't want me to be a judge, or maybe this is going to force me to be a judge. I don't know. I'm not even a lawyer. So I don't have the qualifications to be a judge, even if you wanted me to be one right now. Um, but I would still probably let her go off scot-free. Now, if she just goes on a killing spree of every fucking man and then says, well, he raped me, but then he actually didn't do it. And this woman ends up being a psycho murdering bitch. Then I'm going to feel stupid for letting her go scot-free, but I'm going to get her ass. Oh, she's going to be locked up. She's going to prison for life. And if she, we're in a state where the death penalty is a thing, well, well, no, but on all seriousness, um, victim blaming, joking about it. There's a time and a place. Trust me. I, I joke about the craziest shit. Um, the shit that you probably shouldn't joke about. I joke about that's why I love the brilliant idiots. That's why I love other, um, you know, comedians like Andrew Schultz. And that's why I love Andrew Schultz as a comedian. He's not afraid to cross that line. And I love that about him. I love that about the podcast that he's a part of, the Brilliant Idiots podcast that he's a part of. I love that about other comedians who aren't afraid to cross that line. But there are certain situations to where it's like, okay, come on, y'all. Y'all got to be more responsible with your words. Especially Mr. Charlemagne, who who is always telling people to be more responsible with their words and their actions and shit. Take your own advice, my brother. Because you can't be out here telling men or giving out this perception that only women could be victims of this shit. When you are a man and you are a victim of sexual assault. Rape. Now, what if someone told you, well, Charlemagne, yeah, you were young at the time, but you probably wanted it. Were you fully clothed? Oh, I can't, you know, I can't do anything about your accuser. And then you say Tyler Perry, when he had, when he came out, it inspired you to come out about your situation. So if Terry Crews is not a victim... Ultimately, you're saying Tyler Perry isn't a victim. And then ultimately, because you said he, he being Tyler Perry, is the reason why you came out and detailed your story. You're saying you're not a victim. Again, be careful with your words. Now, you could twi- if you listen to this, you could twist this up to however the fuck you want to twist it up to be. You can say whatever you want. You can get your minions on me, man. I don't. I don't care about what people have to say. <laughs> I, I just care about their actions. Now, if that if you're really gonna send folks, I doubt, and let me not put that energy out there. And again, I I think you're a good dude, so I don't think you're going to be that type of individual. I could be wrong, but I'm always gonna stand by my words. But that's going to be the end of this episode. 49 minutes. God, I didn't know it was going to be that long. But <laughs> this has been another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Check out the other podcast episodes. Check out the My Two Cents podcast. Um, 
if I don't link it in the description box below, guess what? That one favored podcast that I'm fa- I have favored on my station, it's that podcast. So go over there. That's the easiest way to check it out. But until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.